I spent the past week in Mexico City. And during that time, I was working with an organization called Hope for the Poor that reaches out to those that are most often ignored, neglected. And the group that we spent most of our time with was in one of Mexico City's dumps, where all of the trash from one of the biggest cities in the world goes. And in this particular dump, the sorting of the trash isn't done by machines, but by people. And people spend 12-hour days there just sorting the trash, taking what might be able to be sold for pennies um, in recycling plants, trying to sort out the inorganic from the organic waste. They end up having 12-hour days working there, but then it doesn't pay enough for them to have a place to live, so they just have these little shacks right next to the dump where they live. And so during our time in Mexico City, I went with a group organized by the Fellowship uh, of Catholic University Students. It was about 50 college students or missionaries, myself and another priest. The first day, we just got to know some of the people there. But as we asked them whether they would be interested in a blessing, interested in a, a day of prayer the next day, they said that they would be. And so into this dump, this place where the mountains of trash surrounded you and you felt and smelled as if you were inside of a trash can that was spanning miles. Into that place, we brought our blessed Lord. And we had a little chapel there. And we had the blessed sacrament exposed. And I got to go out and just invite people who maybe had not seen the sacrament for weeks, months, years to go and spend even just a few seconds in front of the king of the universe in a place perhaps they never expected to meet him. We then had a procession with the blessed sacrament all throughout this place where they worked, where they maybe had felt forsaken, forgotten by God, where they thought God, the king of the universe, would never enter here, and yet there he was among them. There he was blessing them. And it was in that moment surrounded by trash that obscured the horizons on every side that I can see, with the Lord right in front of me, that I recognized what happened in the baptism of the Lord. Because Jesus Christ did not need to be baptized. He had no sin that he needed to be washed clean from. He did not need to be adopted as God's son. He is by nature the son of God. Why did he enter into the waters of baptism? He entered there in order to descend completely into the human condition. He entered into the waters of baptism to meet us there. Not because he needed those waters, but because we needed him to sanctify those waters. We needed him in his incarnation to be able to share in the very depths and sometimes depravity of the human condition. So he can lift us up to something higher. And I realized as he entered into in the most real way possible, the trash of our human condition. I saw that there is no situation into which he is not willing to enter. He entered into the waters of baptism because he needed to meet me there so that he can lift me up to live at his level. 
and he delights in doing so. And so what we can reflect on on this feast day of the baptism of the Lord, this final day of the Christmas season, is gratitude for the gift of our baptism. That God entered into the depth of our humanity, our depravity, our need for Him. And that He continues to do that in every single situation in which we find ourselves. In those moments where emotionally we're just at the end of our rope where we feel like we just are not going to make it because we are overwhelmed with more emotions than we, can, uh, than we can name, He's there. When we feel inadequate for the task at hand, be it our vocation, maybe leading our families, maybe trying to um, deal with a spouse that, oh, man, it used to be easier, but as the years went on, we've just been drifting and drifting and drifting. Maybe it's a family that you feel doesn't understand you. Maybe it's a job that... You find zero meaning in health problems, mental health problems, financial stress. All of it, all of those situations where we feel alone and abandoned as if God could not possibly meet us there. In the baptism of the Lord, we see, yeah, he meets us there too. This is a God who wants to enter into the trash. And that's what happens. In our lives, we end up clinging to so much that is passing. And we don't let any of it go, that it kind of piles up in our hearts, and we end up kind of having a dump in our very hearts. This, this place where we just pile all sorts of things of this world in there, and we just keep them there, and they end up festering. Right? All of the past regrets that we've been carrying because we've been too ashamed to go to confession. Maybe all of the resentment that we have for the hurts that we've suffered over the years. Maybe those feelings of despair that we've allowed in there because we thought, God, you haven't helped me in this or that or this other thing. And all of that, it just lingers there and then it festers there and it becomes really like the dump into which I was blessed to enter. But our Lord wants to go even there. That's the whole message of the baptism is that he descends into the waters of humanity in order to lift humanity up to the heights of divinity And that's what he wants to do with us. To today renew in us the grace of our baptism, that confidence that we have that there is no experience we will ever go through in which we cannot call upon Jesus to be with us. He suffered because he knew that we would suffer and he didn't want us to suffer alone. So I invite us all to reflect on how we could invite him into maybe the less pretty parts of ourselves. Maybe into those aspects of our lives where we thought, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, God is not going to want entrance here. Guess what he does? He wants to bless you just as much as he wanted to bless those people working at the dump. Just as much as he wanted to bless the people that were uh, uh, gathering at the River Jordan, hoping for something that could change their lives. He's already given us that gift in our baptism. He's already ratified it year in and year out, week in and week out in the masses that we go to. But today, let's renew the grace of that baptism. Let's recommit ourselves to reaching out to the Lord who came down to be with us. Because what's beautiful is in our baptism, he conformed our nature to his. He lifted us up and said, what I am by nature, you are now by adoption. 
And so when we heard the voice from heaven say to Jesus, you are my beloved son, with you I am well pleased, by virtue of our baptism, we now get to hear that directed at us. And when we are in the midst of just all the junk of our lives, when we feel alone, abandoned, terrified, overwhelmed, whatever the case may be, that message is exactly the same. He didn't come just to pull us out of our misery. He came to give us hope that there is greater meaning than whatever suffering we're going through at any given moment. Right? Our procession through that dump did not magically change life for all of the people there. It wasn't like after that, the people who buy some of these, uh, the, the, the trash that they salvage said, oh yeah, we're going to raise the, the, the prices that we pay for this. And you know what? We're going to give you a more living wage. And maybe we're going to build some houses for you. No, God didn't just magically bulldoze over all their problems. He didn't change their lives in an external way. No, he changed them in a much more profound way. Because he entered into that suffering and said, in the midst of all of this, you are my beloved child. I offer you more than this entire world has to offer. I offer you eternal life. I offer you an actual meaning and purpose for every single minute of your existence. I offer you my very self accompanying you in every single experience you will ever have. That's what he offers to us. He offers to us not to magically solve all of our problems, but to enter into those problems with us and to be able to strengthen us in the midst of them, to be able to conform us ever more into his sons and daughters so that we can know that anything this world ever throws at us, we can take it. Not only can we take it, we can conquer it because the God of the universe is the one that has adopted us. So whatever we go through this week, this year, this lifetime, whenever we feel most alone and abandoned, neglected and forgotten, let us hear that voice from heaven. Let us remember that he looks at us in that very moment. He accompanies us in that very difficulty. And he says to us, you are my beloved child. With you, I am well pleased.